All right, good day, gents, and welcome to another episode of Father's Fire. My name is Jody Cedric, and every week we get together to explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and yes, the fun of being a dad. And I'm super, super excited because I have another TikTok dad for you guys this week that is having a huge, huge impact. And but before we jump into that, I want to remind you that I'm part of the Speak Fire family, and if you want to hear hear about impact, you got to check out my boy, uh, Julian Gibson with boss talk every week. He does a live broadcast on Facebook, YouTube, and it's all geared around business, helping you go to the next level. Man, I'm telling you, he's been lining up the guests. So let me get this right. You watched a couple of YouTube videos, downloaded that free template on how you can change the game in five hours, and then you sent out all your money to that Facebook advertising campaign that didn't work. Well, guess what? I'm here to fix all that. My name is Jay Gibson, and I am the president of Boss Talk Nation. What is Boss Talk Nation? It's a collection of CEOs from different area codes. So you need to subscribe right now to Boss Talk Nation if you're trying to learn about marketing, music, networking, you know, graphics, you know, sales funnels, you know, communication, sales teams, how you get that money. And if you don't, well, then get the hell off my line. Hit me up, 844 700 Boss, that's 844-700-2677. Promotional use only. Peace. I got you. It's coming. Are you ready to ignite the fire? We are Speak Fire. Oh, and by the way, that's fire with a Y. What's going on, everyone? Internal fire. Student fire. Young fire. Father's fire. Leadership fire. Champion fire. unlocking the fire within thank you all for tuning in let's grow speak fire speakfire.com speak fire with a y we have a new episode that comes out every monday at 4 a.m are you going to be up with us deuces let's get to our guests i'm super excited this is fernando marida yeah. <laughs> he is out of uh, San Diego, and I stumbled across him in t- TikTok a couple weeks ago, and, and I just love your content. So Thanks, good brother. day to you. How are you, sir? Good, good, man. Enjoying the weather over here in San Diego. Uh, for those of you who don't know, San Diego can't make up their mind when it comes to the seasons. So <laughs> we were we were raining crazy, got some snow, and today was clear weather, sun, and beautiful So. Yeah, my, my son, my son lives in uh, Marina del Rey, and he and oh, he yeah. texted me this week. He's he's like, Dad, you'll never believe it's snowing here in LA. <laughs> yeah, like, it was crazy. I'm like, that doesn't happen. I mean, if in fact here in Idaho, my daughter says uh, the weather, especially in the spring, is like a woman. It changes every thirty seconds. So get ready. <laughs> that, that sounds right. <laughs> Oh, man, I appreciate you taking the time to visit with me. So first of all, let's talk about your family, because prior to the show, uh, you and I were getting to know each other a little bit more than just the TikTok videos that I've watched. And so you have uh, three kids, right? I do. I have three, three kids. Yep. So what are the, what are those ages? So I, my oldest is 12. Her name is Annabelle. And then I have my other boy who's 11. 
His name is Brooklyn, and then we have the baby who's three. His name's Manolo. So oh, three man. kids, you, two boys, you, one girl. You got a house full, man. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's not six. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not six. So. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, Judy and I, we had four kids together. Uh, we we will have been married 32 years this coming uh, February. And uh, after we had four, we, we always had this feeling like we were either going to foster care or we were going to adopt kids. And it was just kind of always in the back of our mind. And so now we've been blessed with two kids that we adopted from Haiti. and. Awesome. We, we brought them home when they were eight and, ha- eight and nine years old. So they've been with us 11 years now. Wow. And it's interesting because it's created, you know, a different dynamic in our home, right? Yeah. And so now I have the perspective of being a dad that had four kids with my wife and then bringing two into our home. And I tell you, the dynamic is so, it's, it's so different. It's, it's, it's more challenging in yeah. some respects, but it's also really, really, be- really beautiful as you see these kids flourish and develop. And yeah, you know, I think that's one of the things that attracted to me to your your TikTok is because you talk about being a single dad. You talk mm-hmm. about being a a co-parenting and anxiety and depression and all of the things that I think a lot of us men have a difficult time talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's definitely something that we that we really focused on. Uh, I myself struggle with uh, PTSD, anxiety, depression and ADHD. Uh, So those are my mental health struggles. And then I am of I was a single father for a long time. Uh, I'm a co parent. I'm also a step parent. Uh, So like we were talking earlier, I'm in a position where I can relate to a lot of fathers. So I understand the struggles that we go through, depending on where you're at. You know, I've had the struggles of being a single parent that was tough that was really tough i went through ugly custody battles you know uh, financial loss um just a lot of crap that that i had to go through as a single father that, w- that was really brutal um then we went through the step parent uh, my daughter when i met her she was four she's 12 now so <laughs> it was you know we, we put in a lot of work um, she wasn't a big fan of me in the beginning now we're like best friends so just you know being able to relate to dads and say hey you got to be patient and you know, kind of, kind of help them as best as I can. And then I'm a co-parent. So we're raising our child together and uh, we co-parents, you know, we're, we're separated. Of course, we still love each other, but obviously we're not in love anymore and we we're doing what's best for our kids. So we do talk to a lot of other parents and kind of try to guide them in understanding the value of co-parenting because uh, there's a lot of value in that. So, so let's talk about a couple of those points. So first of all, let's talk about being a single dad. Mm-hmm. Right. Because a lot of dads through divorce or through mm-hmm. death or whatever, a variety of different circumstances, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they find themselves being a single dad. And yeah. I mean, that's got to be a huge shock mentally. It's got to be a huge shock to the heart yeah, and also to the ego. Right. Because all of a sudden, like you said, I was in love with this person and now that has been just been shredded. Mm. And now I'm left not only with the shredded relationship, but now I got to help my kid mm-hmm. heal through that process as well. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I learned as a single father, and uh, I'll be transparent, man, I, I think one of the reasons why I struggle being in relationships 
is because as soon as I became a father, I loved at a level that I've never loved before. Like I, I mm. fully understood love, you know, like, you, you know, you're a father, right? Like, yeah, there's no question in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. I would do anything for my kids. And when I say anything, I, I mean, I would do anything. Right. And so that love for my kid, my first one who made me a father was so, so strong, so beautiful, so pure that um, I really had a hard time, you know, loving anyone else unfortunately and and that was a struggle that i had so obviously the relationship didn't work out but the the reason i'm going with that is because as parents right we love our children so much that we can overcome anything in life when we put our priorities in the correct place right mm. and so being able to raise my son and being able to tell him hey you know, your mom still loves you. I still love you. And we're just going to work as a team and, and being able to teach them teamwork, you know, being able to let them know like, hey, life isn't always perfect, man. We're going to go through the struggles. But if we go through these struggles together, we can we can grow together. And I, if I have your back and you have my back, uh, you know, we're, we're going to do this together as a team. So when I was a single parent, the, the biggest thing that I really focused on was really communicating with my son and being transparent about everything, explaining to him, this is why we do this. And one of the biggest things, too, and this is for anybody out there, um, you know, I was a big advocate of not talking bad about his mom, mm. which I see a lot of dads do because they're pissed off and they're angry. And you start building that negativity in that kid's head, man. And, and it's just it, it goes south. Yeah, I, I think that is a really critical point, because. While your relationship may be tarnished, that doesn't mean that the relationship with your child and his mama is tainted, right? I mean, he exactly. still sees her as the queen of his life. And just because you now see her as a wicked stepwife, exactly. <laughs> wicked stepmother, you know, that you can't take that. You can't push that on your kids. And so no. I love that you're like, you know, I'm going to be disciplined and yeah. I'm going to bite my tongue and I'm going to do everything I can to create a team environment where we can succeed despite the breakup. Exactly. And that's that's important. That's really, really important because here's here's the thing, too. When you love your kids, you're going to love what they love, you know. So even though me and my kids mom didn't get along and we couldn't even be in the same room. I remember like being in the same room. We were both like fist up, ready to go, you know, but, <laughs> but it didn't matter. Right. Because my son loved her. That was his mom. So to him, that's like that's pure love. And, and seeing the way he looked at her, that meant everything to me. It was it was enough for me to put um, my BS aside and say, I don't care. I don't care what happened between us, right? It doesn't matter. Why? Because you're my son's mom at the end of the day. Yeah. And that, that was huge, man. When we were able to really put that together and uh, work as a team, um, you know, I, like, like I said, I have two baby moms. They, they get along. They're great friends now. You know, and my my stepdaughter's dad, him and I get along. We're all co-parents, you know, but it it wasn't it didn't just happen. Mm. There's a lot of a lot of work, a lot of fights, a lot of arguments, a lot of disagreements. Uh, but when you put the kids first, everything works out. Uh, yeah, boy, that I mean, you, we could just sit on that and marinate because I mean, oh, that yeah. is so critical because whether you're a single dad or a co-parenting dad or a dad that has his wife side by side, when you put your wife first, uh, when you put your kids 
love and interest first. I mean, it really does impact how they feel about themselves, how they feel about others, how confident they are in building relationships, even when they've seen relationships go sour. Exactly. You know, and I, and, and the other thing that hit me as I'm listening to you is your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you said something indirectly that, you know, at the beginning, she didn't like you, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. over time, you yeah. were able to break down those walls and build not only trust, but also mm-hmm. a relationship and what it sounds like a love between a dad oh, and yeah. a stepdaughter, right? So yeah. talk about that process of winning her heart. <sighs> that was tough. Um this is a big one, man, because I feel like being a step parent was really hard for me. It was something that I really struggled in because I knew how to be a father to my son. I naturally loved him, right? It was it was just organic. It just happened. With my stepdaughter, I had to – we both had to learn how to love each other, right? Mm-hmm. And Because she's innocent. She's a kid. I'm the one coming in her life. You know, I'm the stranger. You know, I'm stepping in. I'm stepping in her boundaries, right? That was the way around. It wasn't, it wasn't her coming into my life. It was me coming into her life. And that was that was a big thing that I really had to pay attention to. Um, we we actually, uh, my son's mom and I, Lauren, who's who's my stepdaughter's mom, her and I, we all actually broke up in the beginning because my stepdaughter didn't like me. I mean, I would go to their house and she'd be like, "Why is he here? Uh, tell him to leave." <laughs> and I come from a, a traditional Hispanic family where if you talk like that to an adult, you do get popped in the mouth. <laughs> so it was it was hard for me to you know hold my pride and be like what this little kid is talking about that's crazy, and so um, you know we 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 did break up for a little bit because I didn't really know how to handle it yet, and I realized like hey at the end of the day it's not it's not her fault, you know I'm coming into her home I was stepping on her boundaries and when I flipped the tables around and I really cared about you know my relationship at the time and I still love you know Lauren till this day. Um, I was like, you know what, let's make this work. Let's make it happen. And so we had to, my daughter and I, we had to have a lot of conversations. We had to be very clear with each other. We had to be very understandable. I had to let her know, hey, I'm not here to replace your dad. You already have a dad, but I'm going to be a father figure. That was important that she had to understand that because I don't want her or I didn't want anybody to feel like, oh, I'm going to love my son more than my stepdaughter, right? Everyone's going to get the same treatment in this house. You're going to get the same rules. You're going to get the same spankings. You're going to get the same treatment. You're going to get the same everything, right? Like if I might tell my son to read a book, you're going to read a book, right? Because you're my daughter now. And, um, you know, we, we did struggle, like I mentioned. And I'm talking about years of struggling. This wasn't like months. I'm talking it took us years of struggling and just breaking down the walls, you know, letting her trust me. Letting her know that, hey, I'm not here to be your dad. Um, you know, you already have a father. I didn't want to replace him, right? That, that was the biggest thing. And so it had to happen naturally. Where mm-hmm. We got to the point where she was like, okay, you're my dad. Okay, I have two dads. All right, cool. Once we got to that page in our relationship, then we were to take the next step and be like, hey, yeah, you do have two dads. This is awesome. Let's see where the benefits are of having two dads. Do you get the best of both worlds, you know? And so... You know, just being patient with her and 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 really loving her and and being there with her, communicating, and uh, not only just talking with her, but even her dad, making sure that we all three of us sat down and we were clear, just so there's no bad, you know, no bad blood. 
but yeah. that, that was tough. <laughs> yeah. And, and I have a little bit of taste of that, you know, having mm. adopted our children older, right. In particular with my, my daughter, you know, she has really struggled in some respects of going, all right, I have a new dad, but I still love my old dad. Mm. And there's this internal conflict of, man, do I open my heart yeah. to this new dad because of the loss that I feel, you know, from having to be adopted and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and I told her, I said, look, I can't, I can't help. I can't change what happened to you when you were four and a half years old. Yeah. But what I can do is I can always run to you and I'm going to keep running to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to have open arms. And when you're ready to fall into the arms, I'll be here to catch you. Huge. But until then, I'm always going to be a step behind you, a step beside you, a step ahead yeah. of you. Wherever you need me to be, yep. I'm going to be there so that when you're ready to open your heart, the bridge will already be created. Yeah. And I, and I love that that you said that because there's a key factor in that and, and being next to them, you know, making sure that if they, if they fall, we're going to catch them. You know, if they're walking and they're scared, we're holding their hand. And that was a big deal. So you're right. Like her guard was up. And once your guard's down, just I just know that I'm here. But this whole time, I'm going to be right here with you. And if you fall, I'm still going to catch you regardless of what happens. So I love that yeah. you you mentioned that little part right yeah. there. So let's talk about co-parenting. That That's one <laughs> thing I have not had to deal with. You know, I've had yeah. just me and my wife. So that's a yeah. neat dynamic. Let's let's talk about that. Craziness. Co- co-parenting <laughs> is something I specialize in. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of teaching classes on this stuff. Um, so co-parenting is a big, big deal. It's really important. Um, it is, it is a tough job, you know, because it's not about you when you co-parent, right? Because everybody's got an input, right? Dad's got an input. Dad's got an input. Mom's got an input. Mom's got an input. You know, everyone's got an input, right? Because we have, you think about it, I have Sharice, uh, who's my first baby mom, right? So baby mom number one. And then then her husband, Abraham. And then we have Lauren, which is current baby mom, right? And then her ex-husband, David. And then David has his new wife, Atifa who they're expecting a child as well. So there's a, there's a handful of us that are involved in this. And in the beginning, it was really, really hard. It was. We, we went through court battles, went through struggles. Um, one of the biggest things that we had to do, and this goes back to everything, everything is the same, right? When you're a step-parent, when you're a single parent, there's one, there's one um, number one priority, and that's the kids, no matter what, right? And so when you put the kids first and you can put all your crap aside, it makes co-parenting easier. One of the things that I learned with co-parenting is that I always felt like I was right. And I had to learn that I wasn't always right. Mm. And I thought for sure, I was like, no, I got this. Like, this is the way, right? Like go straight. Stop going left. I'm telling you, I've been here before, you know? And then, and then yeah, you're yelling, go straight. And yeah. it's actually leaning left. Exactly. What is going on? And, and that's then, the way he's naturally walking. Right. You're like, what's happening? Damn it. And then someone else is like, no, 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 go left. And I'm like, no, 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 wait. And then you have to sit back and, and review and be like, okay, why are we going left? Oh, that makes sense. Okay. It's shorter to go left. It's an easier path. Why, why go the path of, you know, let's go the path of least resistance. Right. And so what I mean by that is, is 
you have to put your guard down. You know, it's it's not about me. Even though I want to teach them a certain way, we we have to work as a team and do what's best for the kids. And I'm telling you, man, we've done birthday parties together. We've gone, we've done sport games together. People think it's weird. People really are like, I'll come home. <laughs> I, I, I come home, man. And my both of my baby moms are just hanging out. And there's like 10 kids in my house, right? Because baby mama has three more kids now. And we have our three kids. So there's like six kids right all over my house. And I come home and I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, <laughs> and, I, and I'll get video of it. That's one of my TikToks. You should, it's in my TikTok. I don't know if you saw it. Um, yep. My baby mom is doing my other baby mom's hair, you know, and I, I get home. I'm like, this is my life. And I'll come home and her baby daddy's here, you know, and they're all hanging out and it's just normal. It sounds so weird to people. They're like, that's not normal. But to us, it is normal because it's not about us. It's about the kids and the well, kids get to see you know, that we get along and we do what's best for them. Well, and the thing is too, is you've learned how to dance together mm -hmm. after the chaos and the pain and the mm -hmm. anger and the loss and the sorrow. And you've, you reached a point where like, you know, we got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have to create an environment that is positive and uplifting for our kids. Yeah. And in the process of, and this is my interpretation in the process of creating that environment, you built an environment for each other yeah. so that you guys could safely co-parent and grow yeah. together as a fan, as an extended family. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's the truth. And, you know, when I separated from Lauren, cause we just separated, I want to say a year ago, we still live together. We co-parent together, right? I, I have one room. She has got one room and the kids have their room. And, um, because we had built this relationship, right? Because we all dance to the same beat now. It was an easy thing for me to say, hey, I know that you and I aren't working out. That's two relationships didn't work out. But that's still my daughter to me, right? Like that's that's my daughter. We, we've created a, a, I mean, we were on a date today. We went to get steaks. We walked the San Diego Pier. It was just her and I. It was beautiful, you know? And I asked, I said, hey, you know, like, I know that we didn't work out, but I would really still love to be in her life. Like, I still want to be her dad. And I asked her dad as well, you know, like, hey, bro, um, I know that me and Lauren didn't work out, but you and I are great friends, man. I still want to be a, a dad, you know, figure in her life. Is that something that you're OK with? And because we built this relationship, it was easy for everybody to say yes. You know, yeah. so even though we separated, I didn't lose my kids. I'm still. My stepdaughter and I are still best friends. I mean, we own a couple of small little businesses together. Like we read books together. She does my nails. Like, you know, we, she, I'm still involved in her life. So that's the power that you get when you co-parent and you work as a team. You know, you stick together even, even through the tough times. You have each other's yeah. backs because everyone's on the same goal, right? Because it's not about me. It's about the kids. Yeah, no, I do. There's so much wisdom in, in what you just shared. So let, let's let's skip ahead a bit or sideways or yeah. down in the dark hole, because there is something that a lot of men struggle with, and that's anxiety, mm. depression, mm -hmm. self-doubt. And a lot of us men we really struggle because on one hand, we're supposed to be the strong one. We're supposed to be able to carry everything on our shoulders yeah. and, you know, and have the rugged stoic face and yeah. not let it get to us. 
But that's not reality. No, not at all. I mean, there are a lot of us men walking around with a hurricane stewing in our heart and our brain, and we're trying to figure it out. Absolutely. That this was the whole reason why I even started Dead Lives Matter. This was the the entire reason why I started it. And, you know, I love that you said the fact of it's not reality. It's not the truth. We're not all the superheroes in the movies are men. You know, I mean, of course, you got Wonder Woman and stuff like that. But I'm saying, like, for the most point, it's always a man, right? You got Hulk, you got Thor, you got Superman, you got Batman, you got these big dads that are just they hold down the whole damn fort, right? Like, I like my my baby <laughs> Lauren. I'm just gonna call her by her name. Um, I'm so used to just saying my wife, you know. So, um, you know, she gets mad because. I will go, I'll do one trip when I do grocery bags. When I get all the grocery bags out of the car, I'm holding, my fingers are going purple. <laughs> you know, I got bags up here. I got bags over here. I got bags between my butt cheeks. Like I'm, I'm squeezing everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm holding every damn bag. And, and I'm like, it's one trip. That's all you get. And she's like, no, this is, this is, this is an example. You need help put the damn bags down. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. You know, you need some help. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's something we struggle with is like, you're right. Like, we, why am I doing this? Why all I'm doing is I'm, I'm hurting my fingers. I, I, I'm running the risk that I might break something. I'm running the risk that I might lose something. I could hurt my back. So it's the, my action, you know, can, can be worse. The, the side effect, there you go, could be worse than me just taking one trip because I don't want to ask for help. And the reason I use that analogy is because all dads are like that, right? Like, oh, they'll just carry all the bags in one. And it hurts, man. My hands are like, damn, that really hurt. And so that's really what it comes down to. Like if if we did an episode five on our podcast and we have a, a therapist and he talks about that. He says, hey, ask for help. You have to ask for help. It's important. I think I think the hard thing isn't so much the dad's don't want to ask for help we just don't know when to ask for help that's one of the hardest Mm. things you know what i mean because yeah right like if i'm at work i can take a lot of weight on a lot of weight on and then if i'm like okay i need help but by that time i'm i've already really defeated myself so it's knowing when to ask for help that's that's the biggest factor yeah and and i think a lot of men i i I think a lot of men not only struggle with when, but they mm-hmm. just struggle with asking, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I should know this. It's in fact, I had a conversation with one of my uh, team members this week and mm-hmm. he's like, well, I don't want to pass that on to this customer because I didn't know it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, just because you're hired to do a job doesn't mean that you have to know everything about that job exactly. because a lot of the things that we do, we're in new ground. It's new mm-hmm. territory. And yep. so when we encounter those opportunities, we need to raise our hand and say, you know what? We progressed this far mm-hmm. and I've hit a wall. I've hit a valley. I've hit a place where I don't know what to do. So I need to reach outside of me. Yeah. And I think a lot of us men are like that. We keep mm-hmm. pushing and pushing and pushing and we're just going to figure it out instead of mm-hmm. stepping back and going, man, is there somebody that I can just talk to? Exactly. And that's a big one right there. Is there someone that I could just talk to? You know, a lot of us dads, we don't have someone that we can just talk to. 
you know, um, with all my baby moms, they had all kinds of friends that they could talk to. They had Facebook mom groups. They have Instagram mom groups. All her friends were, when she was pregnant, she made friends at the park. You know, <laughs> she had all <laughs> kinds of friends and I, I didn't have nobody, you know? And I was like, I didn't think about it. It, it never really phased me until the moment that I realized, wow, I don't have any dad friends. And this is where I struggle because I can't talk to anybody about it. Yeah. Right. When, when my partner was going through, when she was going through postpartum, that was the first time I dealt with that. I didn't know what postpartum was. So I just thought she was overreacting and she was just being a pain in the butt. I really was thinking the worst. Like I was a jerk, man. Like I feel bad for, her. I tell her all the time, like, I'm so, so, so sorry. I can't believe I did that to you. Right? We're being but, a drama queen. Yeah, Come exactly. On. Yeah. Get over it. Right? Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> damn it. And, um, you know, you just I just had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. You know, Girl body shifted for nine exactly. months. Transformed. I mean, yeah. Jacked up and, you know, and I didn't have anyone to talk to. So I didn't realize what she was going through. And that was another reason why we started dad lives matter to give dads a platform, a safe zone where they can talk and share their feelings and let it out. And I tell you, man, we get messages all the time. Like, thank you. I just, I just needed somebody to hear me. That's what they say. It's not even like, yeah. thank you for being my friend. Thank you for doing this. It's not even that. It's just, thank you. I needed someone to listen to me. Hear me out. You know what I mean? That's huge. It is, man, it's a big deal. Yeah, I, I, it, it is a really, really big deal. You know, I, um, there, our family went through some really heavy, a really, really heavy challenge mm. in the last two years. I mean, it just, it was testing my faith. It was testing mm. my resilience. It was testing my resolve. It was testing my love. I mean, it was making yeah. me and my wife just go deep. Right. Yeah. And fortunately I had three really good friends, like my friend Reed, man, mm. that guy, he can fix and fabricate anything. And I would mm. call him and I go, man, can I come help you just bend some metal? Yeah. Hang? yeah. Or he call me out of the blue and he goes, Hey Jody, I got the, I got the solstice. You want to grab your Z3 and let's just go cruising around Lake. Yeah. And even though we weren't in the same car, just, you know, taking those curves at 70 yeah. miles an hour when they're, you know, 30, I mean, yeah. and then stopping and just hanging, you know, yeah, we as men, I think a lot of times we don't think we need that, but I can tell you, it makes a huge difference. I, oh, in yeah. fact, I'm writing, uh, I'm, I'm, I've gotten the first book, my first draft of my first book done. That's right. Awesome. And it, and it was the impetus of that, of my book stems from a conversation with my other friend, Sean Hart, who, when it was getting really, really dark, Man, he just called me out of the blue. He said, Jody, I just feel like you need someone to talk to. And I tell you, man, that call made such an impact mm. on my day, on my perspective. And he said something that that is really launched the idea for my book. He said, Jody, he goes, I know it's tough, but you got to learn to dance with the currents. Mm. I'm like, oh, man, dude. And that hit me because I've spent a lot of time whitewater rafting, yeah, in in rivers, and and I'm like, all right, man. And so, but my point is, is having, you know, a couple key men yeah. that 
I can just call and they can hear me vent. Exactly. I, they don't even need to say something half the time. No, no just they, being side by side, having lunch or drinking right? something, you know, it's exactly. phenomenal. Just getting that right off your chest. And with with Dad Lives Matter, that's something that we've we've really started practicing is starting to get these dads that go in our lives to meet each other, right? Because we go live on our on our TikTok account. We go live every day. We go Monday through Friday. We go live at six thirty Pacific Standard Time, right? And when there's a dad on there that says, "Hey, I'm having a hard time with um, raising my daughter," and then we open up the floor. Okay, guys. Hey, who else is out there having a hard time raising their daughter? Oh, me. Cool. Hey, you two link up, exchange numbers, and communicate. And let's link up in a week from today and see what happened. And the results we're getting from that is insane. Like, yeah, these that, guys are that, like, that's bro, beautiful. right? Like, and it's so simple, right? It's so, it's so simple. That's my point. It's just so simple. We just need dads. We need that relatability. We need someone to relate to, right? Like, oh, you understand me? Awesome, <laughs> you know? Like, oh, you can just let me vet. Cool, thank you. <laughs> like, let me just talk. Damn it. And yeah. And, you know, we, we have group chats going now and that's huge, man. Yeah, no. And, and that, I love that. That's what you're doing. I mean, cause that's what I'm trying to do with father's fires as well. Mm -hmm. Cause I have a Facebook group and I post to it, but yours sounds a lot more interactive and, and I've tried to create that interaction, but you know, I've missed something and, and I see it happening in two places. I see it happening in TikTok, and I see it happening in clubhouse. And mm, so I've actually been starting rooms in Clubhouse and it's starting to create the conversation that I've been aspiring That's to awesome. create. And it's just it's just really reminded me and re-emphasized that we as men, we need to be able to connect with each mm -hmm. other and you know commiserate and congratulate and cheer yeah. each other on and, yeah, and cry. Huge even though we don't want to cry or admit that we cry, you oh, know, but yeah. to have each other's back, you know, that's so yeah. critical. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I don't know if you've caught on to our slogan, but our slogan is, Hey, we got your six, right? We got your back. Yep. That's, yep. that's a big one. Cause we need to know we got our back. One of the things that, that the therapist said on, on our episode five, he said, self love for dads is important because we miss it. We don't do it enough. He even said, Hey, go take a bubble bath. You know, and I was like, damn, really? Like, <laughs> do it, you know, do it. And I was like, damn, you know, I should do it. You know, and that that same day I didn't take a bubble bath. But that same day I went and bought one of those diffuser things with mm -hmm. lavender, beautiful yeah. smells, you know, got some candles in my room, turned on some of my fancy lights. And uh, I mean, I got a candle on. Oh, where is it? I got a candle right right there. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. And. It's just that self-love, man. Like, like, you know, cry it out, take care of yourself, love yourself. Like, you know, it's, it's really, really important to just let it out. So, yeah. you know, the, uh, we're, we're just started tapping into clubhouse. We are on clubhouse. We, we only have like 50 followers right now on clubhouse. Cause I didn't, I didn't know how to test it out because, you know, we go live every day on TikTok, plus I have a job, plus I own this little small business on the side, plus I got to be a dad, plus I got to do all this, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, I don't want to split, uh, you know, split myself thin either. So we're trying to figure out a good system as well. Yeah, it's a challenge. It's it a is. real challenge. So, well, man, I, I just want to thank you for taking the time. I mean, this has been a really insightful, thought provoking conversation and it's 
one that we as men need to have, we as yeah. fathers, and I just appreciate it. So, so my guest, once again, his name is Fernando Merida. He runs a group called dads.lives.matters. So yep. check him out on TikTok. He's on Facebook, yep. creating a phenomenal community, uh, which we need. And where else can they find you? So you can find us on, we have a Facebook group. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube, but our main, main push right now is going to be the podcast. Um, so we do have a podcast where dads come on and share their stories, their struggles. And then we have an episode called Dad Pause where five of us get on and we tackle one subject. And yep. we just we just go on that one subject and go to town on it. So it's really cool. Wow. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify. It's, it's Dad Lives Matter. Yeah, man, you and I have similar thoughts because once a month we do man to man. Have three other guests. We yeah, pick one topic. Yeah, uh, Shawnee the kid. He's on TikTok. He has a huge following, oh, that's and awesome. he's he's on there with me. And then I have uh, two gentlemen, Mike Lewis and Antoine Brown, and it's just a great conversation. So yeah, I, I love what you're doing. Thanks, and brother. So those of you that are listening, thank you so much for joining the conversation. I mean, really, guys. We're, we all need each other. We need each other's strength. Mm -hmm. We need each other's courage. We also need to share our self-doubts and our concerns yeah. and our fears and be open. Because when we're open, I guarantee you someone's got your six. Somebody yeah. close to you has got your six. So 100%. you just got to be there. So thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. Thanks, brother. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. We'll check you guys same time, same bat channel just next week right here on Father's Fire. See ya!